Rightio, we are here at Arasta Trotters catching up with Pat Driscoll. Now, I want to give a little tease. Watch to the end of this um, interview because there's some really exciting announcements from Harasta Trotters in their continued sponsorship and support of the harness racing um, and especially the Trotters Gate. But personally, Pat, welcome back to Campbell's comments. Thank you, Paul. It's a, it's a pleasure to be uh, yeah to be uh, here with you today. It's an exciting time of the year. I love this time of year. It gets very, very busy. But yearling sales are upon us. The Nutrien um, Equine sales, especially in Melbourne, start on April the 1st and go through to the 3rd. And we sell on the Sunday and, and the Monday. It's going to come around pretty quick, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Um, looking forward to it this year, and I love the you know the early April time slot. I think it gives well, it gives our horses a chance to mature a little bit and to be well presented. Yeah. People worry about the, their coats being a little bit longer, but if you're looking at a horse, you don't look at the coat. You look at the, the physique of the horse and the build of the horse more so than whether it's coats you know, one millimetre long or three millimetres long. It, it it's not really makes that big a difference, does it? No, and I think um, you know, for, for us here around Ballarat, the, the fact that they can have an extra month or two in the paddock really grows them out well. So, um, yeah, I'm uh, quite happy um, you know, where, the, where the sale date is. You've got 12 Colts, 19 fillies um, in the draft. Um, just prior to us doing this, I was privy enough to see the mares that you managed to get into foal this year, and it's a large number, and I'm not going to say it, and, and I don't want, I'm not going to ask you to say it either. These horses are for sale. You cannot keep every horse. People say, why is Pat selling these horses? It's your business, but it's also your love of getting these trotters out and winning races um, on the Australian, in the Australian market. Correct. Uh, we've spent a few years building up a nice uh, broodmare band, um, and what each year more and more the imported mares uh, are coming on, um, you know, are coming on track, and you'll see some uh, some lovely pedigree this year in, in relation to those mares. Um, and what the idea of putting them all in the sale is that people have the opportunity to to purchase them, and I mean all of them because I I purchased a really nice Father Patrick filly, uh, Wheeling filly, out of Sunny Ruby in New Zealand this year. She's going in. Um, obviously, she'll have a decent reserve on, but if the reserves meant she'll go. So, what I want to do is give people the opportunity to, um, you know, if they like to to purchase these horses. One of the, I suppose, the realities of the of your reserves too, Pat. Anton sort of has a reserve as well. There's only so many that this, this farm can continue to train as well. So um, although you're going to have a reserve on them, they're not going to be lockstep on, onto those people can come and talk to you afterwards if, if they do happen to miss out because we want people to be able to still, because that's actually what happened with uh, the locomotive. I mean, he didn't sell actually in the ring, but they did purchase him later on. Yeah, so, um, yeah, he, he was, um, um, yeah, a nice buy. Um, yep. And I, I think that, um, yeah, as I said, uh, particularly all the cults, we're, we're keen to move them all on. Yeah. And in, in reality, um, you know, we've got a reduced team now. Uh, we hope um, to have about six in work. Yep. So, you know, six um, yearlings. So, and what that's made up of, you know, who knows till after the sale. So uh, we're pretty genuine sellers. Um, but, you know, some of the, uh, the really special fillies will have a high reserve. But as I said, last year, uh, we had one make 120 and it was gone. So, um, yeah, we're, ha we're happy to meet the market as well. We'll, we'll touch on your, your team and, and how it's looking too at the minute, and I think you'd be super excited. Uh, Nutrien, you said there before about the sales, you're a great supporter, great sponsor of the race series. Uh, the three-year-old series starts this year. Um, it's $125,000, I think, the, the prize money for those. For Correct, adults. yes, or, and, and actually, the well, Boys and girls. I've decided, yeah. I said to Louise, it's easy if we go boys and then girls, and then yeah. people know what they are. So $125,000 for two different races. You must be excited about that because I know you love the young horses up and going but the three-year-old is the one that you you're really close to your heart oh well it's the uh, it's the premier year or you know 
virtually all, all throughout the world. So, um, you know, it's it's good when they have an opportunity to race for good money. So, um, you know, whether they're, you know, Colts or Phillies, if they're up and running and doing a good job as three-year-olds, um, yeah, it, it usually means that they're a good horse. Yep, and and that's when they win and we'll touch. Again, we've got a few things to touch on because you've had a pretty good year. Anyone wants to get in touch with Louise, please, her phone number's on the bottom of the pedigree page, but also it is louise at harassedtotters.com um, is her email address to come and inspect them because they're doing it a little bit differently this year. They're spending more time out in the paddocks, um, keeping them so much more relaxed, and it's working. But the flip side of that is if anyone wants to come, don't just rock up and think, oh, you can go from box to box. They'll need to bring them in. So a little bit of prior notice so Gary and Louise can organise around um, getting people here to, to have all the horses that people want to inspect. Yeah, the um, yeah this year in particular we're doing it a little bit d differently. Um, Gary and Louise, as you know, and the team are doing a great job preparing them. Um, they're staying outside much longer and they're actually rotating and we're finding they're just happier. Um, it's actually quite good for the horses too to be led, um, you know, in and out to their, their small paddocks away from the boxes. So that that's good for them as well. But it does mean it's a little bit harder just to come and expect. That said, we're having our um, open day yep. on the um, nineteenth of March on yeah. the night on Sunday, the nineteenth of March. So there'll be a wonderful opportunity to inspect them all, see them paraded, have a glass of wine, and enjoy the barbecue, steak sandwich, and the boys will get the smoke billow on across so everyone can smell it and get hungry um, while they're going and. and that's exciting. I love. I do love what you guys are doing. You continue to evolve it, but also have your consistency. I can't be here on the 19th. That doesn't matter. It's still going to go up at that time um, because that's the same time as what you did it last year and build a consistent thing that people can get in, I suppose, get into the mode when they're coming to yearling sale times. Yeah, and uh, each year, you know, we... we we're very keen to you know put them up for display people can see uh the difference in the yearlings year by year and also you know some of the products they may have missed out on or some of the you know the horses the year before may be there this year um and i think it just gives people a um a, you know really good insight into you know the, the horses that are available yep your results last year, we might actually start very quickly on, on the team here at Yabby Dam um, and Anton. You must be blown away, especially the latter part of last season, just really started coming to the fore, um, just the Blue Army itself and what they were able to achieve. You must be wrapped with, with the stables results. Yeah, outstanding. Um, Anton and the team do a great job. Um, we were really st struggling for, for, for staff earlier on to the, the fact that we didn't actually bring our two-year-olds in last year. Yep. So they've actually just came in, they came in there early this year. Uh, but now we're quite fortunate now. We have a, a bunch of guys, um, you know, Ben, Auntie, um, etc., uh, Marcos, um, and they're, they're doing an outstanding job. And, um, yeah, I, I couldn't be happier and... Um, yeah, it, it makes it easier, and I think concentrating on a smaller team has, has also led to um, some better results. And they all have a love of it. Auntie quite often says, oh, this one, you know, like, and, and Ben, they have their different horses. They have a love for your horses and, and having them out there and showing them off in a way, in a good way, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I think they all love trotting. They all love trotting yeah. horses, and um, it helps if you, if you love what you do. So we're very fortunate at the moment that we've got a bunch of people that love what they do, um, and the results show on the track. You had uh, three horses win um, in the Horse of the Year. You had Kravosh Dior. We'll start on him, actually, because he, his, the latter part of his season, I mean, he always promised a lot. Everyone's seen his first start. He promised the world. But um, in what I reckon is just a stellar crop of three-year-olds now, four-year-old boys, there's four standouts. And it, towards the end, he just stood up and said, I'm the best. You must have been wrapped with him. 
Yeah, he's um, he's a beautifully bred horse. Yep. Um, and the guys just you know took him along slowly. We didn't didn't over race him as a three year old. Gave him uh, as a two year old rather. Um, and yeah, we were very pleased uh, how he how he came through the year and finished it off. And he's actually just come back into work a couple of days ago, and he looks magnificent. Yeah, and that's one that he's a, he's a lovely looking horse, and he is gelding too, isn't he? So I mean, yeah. he's going to race for a long time. Yes, well, hopefully, yeah. yeah. Um, and he's quite a sound horse, so yeah. yeah. Any just quickly, any chance of travelling the world with a horse like him, or? Oh, let, let's wait and see. The um, you know we always want to. That's always in the back of my mind. If we had, or you know, with Anton's as well, um, if we find the right horse, and perhaps it could be Cravash. Um, but you know, it's the old story. They have to continue to step up. So, a wonderful, you know, a good two-year-old year and a wonderful three-year-old year. If he could have a um, a good four-year-old year, then we may consider it. Three-year-old fillies. Egret got the crown. Yeah. Revelstoke, Cormier. You've got a nice crop of uh, fillies, haven't you? Yeah, and um, yeah, you, you left out Emmendine, but um, <laughs> sorry. Um, yeah, so no, no, we're just very fortunate that those, um, you know, a uh, couple of village mystics, uh, a Father Patrick, um, and, a, and a Quaker Jet. So, um, and they're all very different types and types of horses, and even how they run is quite different. Yep. Uh, but uh, no, just very fortunate, and I, again, I think uh, the smaller team throughout the year, um, you know, made it possible. Uh, for Anton and uh, the, you know, uh, the guys to concentrate on a few horses. Then on the breeding part, you had the Locomotive, um, won the inaugural Nutrient Classic that you guys actually sponsor, five-time Group 1 winner for the year, just shy of 200000 That in itself, a two-year-old trotter in Australia, just shy of $200,000, you must be wrapped with. But just how consistent this horse was and how he measured up almost you know, proves the proof in the pudding for everything you guys are doing here because he had a tough season. He just kept standing up and delivering and just uh, doing a stellar job. Yeah, it was a, um, you know, it was a pleasure to watch and you know, a credit to Wayne Potter and uh, Nathan Dorby, most of his drives yep. as well. Um, you know, how he prepared the horse and, and you know, enabled him to, to get through a long season. And you know, from a, a breeder point of view we're, we're, and a farm point of view, we were wrapped. But um, yeah, so you know, hats off to to, to Wayne and to Nathan, the way they um, handled him during the year. Gets back to us selling the horses. You know, he was sold at the sales. You know, yeah. uh, that's these are the sorts of quality horses that you are going to sell. And and I mean, who knows what he could do next year as a three-year-old? Like if he develops a little bit, it could be scary how good a horse like he actually could be. And I talk about horses taken on the world. You never know. He might be that sort of horse because he seems to handle handles travelling. He, he didn't mind the Hume Highway. He had no worries <laughs> at all with that. So, yeah. Yeah, no, he's he's uh, looks to be a very special horse and being out of La Cooker, um, they all seem to go on. So, um, yeah, who knows? Um, you know, let's hope he has a, a wonderful three-year-old year and then goes from there. It's funny, we mentioned those and you say, well, then you've got Just Believe and just the job, like you guys bred Just Believe and the job that he's done over the over the whole journey, it, it's just amazing, isn't it? Yeah, we're, yeah quite fortunate there. Um, he, he's doing a wonderful job, particularly of late, and you think, oh, yeah, just of late, but that's what he's bred to do. He's actually out of a great American family that's littered with age champions. So, you know, you look at that and, you you know, you throw in uh, Orlando Vici, you know, who's a, you know, a French horse, and most people would, would admit that the uh, French get a little bit better as they get older. Um, and the scary thing is that his best could be still yet to come. <laughs> well, he seems to be proven that, doesn't he? I mean, he yeah. ran third in the Inter-Dominion a year and a half ago. Yeah. He won the Inter-Dominion. He goes and wins the Great Southern Star. And you say about the French, he just has all this adaptability, which he gets from that French lines. Like, he can sit in like he did the other night. He can do it tough. Yes. He can lead and go to sleep like he did here at Ballarat in the Cochrane Cup and runs away. He's got so many ticks. 
I'd imagine from you guys chasing him, it's frustrating. But as a breeder, you must watch him and say, yep, that's what I've been wanting to do. Yeah, and, and um, you know, it is great. And, you know, uh, Jess and Greg have done a, a wonderful job. And I also should point out that Mick Hughes did a wonderful yeah. job in, in like he was a five-year-old with 30 starts. Um, so, you know, he just kept him under wraps. And, um, you know, a lot of people want to over-race their horses. Um, and the Iona Syndicate and, and Mick didn't. And, you know, then we get um, Greg to, Greg and Jess to come along, put their polish on. Um, and this is the result. So, it's you know, it's phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. And, the, and just the way they're handling, the way they conduct around him. One thing I like about him, he probably fits into your mould a little bit. There's no airs and graces about just believe. Like, he's he's not the sort of horse everyone goes, oh, well, look at him. He's just this plain little bay fella that goes about his job and goes about the business, head down, bum up, and gets the job done. He's just terrific, isn't he? Yeah, and, um, yeah, no fuss. Yeah. That's, that's what I like. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's almost um, a little bit like the locomotive in a way. I mean, even though he won five group ones, he, there's not – people don't go wow at, at any stage, but you just stop and have a look at the end of the year and you go, yeah. oh, geez, that's, that, that is impressive. There's, so. there's one secret to both of them. The breeding. Yeah, and, and it's getting better, and, and, yeah. and that's what we want to do. Um, we're going to touch on two more things very quickly. Recently, you went to France um, and purchased... Sorry, you didn't go to France. I don't know where you went. You were in Europe, but you purchased online a, a French... Sorry, an Italian bred mare from yes. the French. Yes. Four starts, four wins. Serious, serious class of mare. Going to have one more start in France, I believe. You might tell me differently. Um, but And then potentially going to come here and race here in Australia. Correct. Um, yeah, no, lovely um, three-year-old filly by Charlie Denoyer. She was trained by uh, Philip Allaire, yep. uh, Philip and Geet, uh, who also happened to, uh, to own her. So we were fortunate enough to uh, purchase her. Um, she cost a little bit of money, but she's beautifully bred. She's a, a half to a horse that I love called Call Me The Breeze. Yep. Um, that's doing an outstanding job in um, in uh, Europe. Um, no, she won't be, no, she's, um, she's coming down here, I think, uh, she'll be down here late March, so she's at. We've, we've tipped her out of training. So no uh, more starts over there. No, no, no more starts. She was qualified for a Group Two yep. in uh, Vincennes, but um, yeah, you know uh, where where she was. It would have been a first start back from a spell. So we decided to um, yeah f- finish finish her there and bring her down here. So hope she'll hopefully she'll be uh, racing as a three year old late in the late in the year. But the main reason for buying her was the bloodlines. She's just beautifully bred. And it gets back to what you're trying to achieve. And what I, you know, we, we rattled off those horses before. You actually are achieving it by introducing these bloodlines and improving the bloodlines. And you see Yabby Dan Farms breeder um, quite regularly um, yeah. now everywhere you go. This filly is only going to strengthen your broodmare band eventually. But I love this part. She's going to strengthen your racing band. She's going to go over to the guys at Yabby Dam and hit the racetracks and could be so exciting. Then that puts us back on this world stage because the owners over there are going to start watching. So we're going to have people buying into Australian racing and being able to watch Australian racing. I think hats off to you for what you do because I don't think people realise, people say, oh, he's just bought another horse, but it's actually more to it than, than just purchasing that horse, <laughs> what you're able to do. You might not have thought about it. You might have just said, I'm going to buy it, but I can see the flow on effect that the French will be watching what she does. And if she continues to go on, imagine she keeps going to be unbeaten. Here's this horse that's won on two different continents. You know, yeah. what other what other racing jurisdiction can say they can do that other than you know? Yeah, yeah. It might be a big call to say she, you know, she'll go on and be un, un, unbeaten, but um, because they have to come down here and adjust, yeah. and sometimes that actually takes a year or two. So um, you know, I'd love the thought of you know she comes down. Let and me st- let me say it. You're not saying it. It's fine. <laughs> it's okay. Um, yeah, but um, yeah, it was a quite a strategic purpose, uh, purchase. I must admit, I loved the breed lines, but. Uh, 
the bloodlines, but also, um, you know, buying one with uh, a Philip and Geet and, and uh, with the Italian heritage. I just thought it was a nice fit for, you know, for the, to continue that relationship. So, you know, sometimes it is about relationships as well. So, um, yeah, just just pleased to have her in the, the broodmare band. Is there the potential, Pat, for more of this? Because you've got you've done your stay-ins already you've got classic connection on a street even used to me who was purchased you know as a racing proposition to, to come back here and a lot of people have done that is this the next phase if you like for harassed the trotters and yabby farms to potentially get more fillies that could race or was it just that this horse popped up at the right time um it, it did pop up at the, the right time that said we you know we have bought um you know probably uh, 15 mares from uh, Europe and, and, and the US, you know, in, into race, yep. uh, to race and breed. Um, yeah, so it just continues that trend. Um, this one just happened to already be up and running. A lot of the others have been purchased as yearlings. Yep, okay, and that's where it comes in differently. But yeah. it, it is it is exciting. Um, and, and I love, like I said, I actually love everything that you do. I think sponsoring the Nutrient Race, um, really making it like $75,000 for the two-year-olds, but now 125000 for this year's three-year-olds which is going to be super exciting offering up 30 there's 88 trotters like i mean you must be blown away by the numbers in the nutrient sale in melbourne there's 88 uh there's 20 in queensland and we are going to touch on that in a second 15 in uh new south wales go back five years ago that would never have happened they'd be lucky if there's 40 trotters offered up for sale yeah i, I think a lot of people have seen the light they're a, you know a wonderful breed um you know they're fantastic to watch and i i think it's just the potential they have um, and the breed's improved enormously over the last few years, um, and, and it's great to see. So, um, yeah, and I, I do support a, um, a structure where a lot of the horses go into the sale. I know it's a bit American, but gives people the opportunity to buy what they want, um, and then you know then to race on or to buy it, race on and breed whatever. So you know, from from that point of view, I it, it's fantastic that there's you know more than a hundred trotters for sale. And you're putting you know, your money behind it as well as you are your horses behind it. And I really like that. Cobbity Farm, your association with them, branching into New South Wales now with um, Honor Streak and Classic Connection both standing there. And I know Luke loved them. Uh, Luke really enjoyed actually um, having them there. Uh, Trotters on the ground there. And I spoke to Troy Williams, the president of the Trotters Association there just recently. And he's blown away by now the amount of fresh semen that there is in in New South Wales. You've got your Cobbity Farm, Harasta Trotters race series for $75,000, both again, boys race, girls race. Um, there'll be the 2026 20, two-year-olds, I think it works out to be, but mm -hmm. the ones conceived this year, I don't know, but I imagine you'll probably continue that next year. But they're, they're exciting new developments that are going on in non-traditional trotting states. Uh, yes, they are, Paul, and um, you know, a big thank you to you know Luke and Belinda who stood the stallions, and there was a lot of work. Um, also to, to New South Wales, um, you know, they actually went up there by necessity because we didn't have the staff at the farm. Golden Valley was yep. full, but the way it worked out, I couldn't be more happier. In New South Wales, um, you know, Menangle and Harness Racing New South Wales were, were wonderful in in relation to um, you know supporting the, the idea of the race series. And 103 horses to on a streak, which you must have blown your way. You know, the two-year-old Breeders' Crown winner, but um, I'm sure you wanted to get good numbers. That must have blown your way because he wasn't here at the start of the season either. No. 
we we're actually um, just about to, re to release the um, you know the promo for Eridan, the ready cash that was supposed to come across, and uh, that fell through at the very last minute. And we'd actually we're in the process of purchasing on a streak to come across here and race, um, and you know stand him in a year or two's time. So we sort of hurried that process up, and he got here early October. So um, that you know that Louise. Uh, um, and the guys did a great job in promoting him, and we're we're, we're just honoured that um, you know he had um, that amount of bookings, so we're we're wrapped. Radio, you and I could talk forever. I love talking trotters. I think there's nothing better uh, than them. But now uh, Queensland um, and what they are doing, of course, Nutrient will be selling there with the Sunshine Stars. And I said there's 21 trotters, I think, in that sale. But really, really exciting development's going to happen this winter carnival. Um, they've released new things. For starters, they're uh, introducing Oaks and a Derby, which I didn't know they didn't have one, um, but they are, they're both $30,000 for the first time. They'll be racing those through the winter carnival. But they've also the Great Square, um, which is effectively a three and four year old trotting race. And you've come on board to sponsor, to basically prop this up to be a now, what will be $150,000 uh, race series. Um, with a $25,000 kicker for a three-year-old. So it's an enormous race that they're, they're putting on and you guys are going to put your name to it and, and, and back it and try and keep the trotter, I suppose, on the Australasian stage up there in Queensland. Yeah, I um, firstly, I've got to congratulate um, uh, Racing Queensland and, yep. and the team up there. Their announcements for the... Uh, uh, you know the trotting gate have been fantastic, uh, particularly of late. As you said, the um, the Oaks and the Derby, uh, the Breeders' Bonus. But I, I think I also heard that um, they're offering uh, fifty thousand for the the Kubred, um finals. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So that on top. Well, they've, they've got a lot. They've also got a hundred thousand dollar Trotters Cup up there. Group, yeah. one, group one so I mean yeah. you know on this same carnival as well as with this square so yeah. it's very very enticing racing yeah yeah and I know you know the um, the Kubred might be a year or two down the track I think it's for uh, you know the current ones that yep. are in foal or going to be in foal but in relation to the uh, the great square I just thought it was a wonderful uh, initiative um, and I you know you know you see how successful the uh, winter carnival has been and I think by having this three and four year old championship if you like I believe it'll attract the best four year olds throughout uh, Australasia and the exceptional three year olds and you know what a race it, it'll be um, I, I think it'll just go to strength to strength and um, you know we're very honoured to play a little bit of you know a small part in helping to promote this and helping to promote the, uh, the Queensland Carnival it's a bit of a kicker because anyone wondering why would a three-year-old take on the four-year-olds? You get the barrier draw. And if you're a three-year-old filly, you're going to draw better than the three-year-old Colts. And that's how it how it goes. And then you get this $25,000 bonus dangling over your head as well that you, you, you can potentially win on top of. That's what adds the intrigue to it. And I know a couple of people down here with nice two-year-olds that are, they're like, oh, Queensland in winter time could be worth having to throw at the, you know, throw at the stumps sort of thing. Yeah, that's, yeah, it's just a great concept. And, and as we saw with the... Um, uh, the paces, uh, the concepts work really well, yep. um, and I can't see why it won't work as well with the uh, the trotters, particularly now with the increase in prize money. Um, and as you said, you know, you know, if if the choice is Ballarat in July or, or um, Queensland, it's, it's not hard. It's not hard. I know where you're going to be, <laughs> and hopefully I am too, Brad Steele. If you're watching this, you've got to ring me. Um, but yeah, no, it, it, I totally agree. Um, it's, it's exciting. I love what they are doing. I love the fact that they they know they've got to grow their product, so they say, Radio, what's the best way to do it? Duncan McPherson says the fastest growing herd population, you know, in the world is the trotter. 
yeah. and it and it is so it's great that Queensland have got behind them and, and are now putting this race on and it's again it's going to be back on that world stage you know I say about what people are doing there's going to be intrigue about this race it's not the last trotting announcement they're going to do that might be the last one for this year but there's still a lot more on the radar with what racing Queensland and, and the guys at the creek they're building a new complex they've got a lot of ideas and it's really positive for harness racing which is what we want yeah, the, um, as I said earlier, that to be congratulated on, on what they're doing. And it's not only great for Queensland, but it's great for Australia. And yep. the thing with the um, the time slot of the uh, Winter Carnival in Queensland, it's actually a, 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 a downtime in, in Europe. So who knows what could happen in the future? Mm. Um, it's, it's probably an ideal time to... To put a um, you know a world race on if you know if it ever got to that uh, because of the the timing and it's a, you know it's a great place to visit at that time of year and it's also downtime in Victoria if you like because it gets cold here and so a lot of people will go it's, it's a no-brainer to get people from from everywhere the Kiwis will come over there's some exciting two-year-old and three-year-old trotters over there in New Zealand last year that'll want to come over so it's got a lot of intrigue that's for sure especially that race mate I could talk to you all day um, I won't. Thank you very much for giving me a bit of time filling people in. A lot of people say they don't know everything that's going on. I try to keep up with it, but you, you are a hard man to keep up with everything that you do have going. But um, I really love what you're doing with the Trotter. I appreciate your support, always do. I know Nathan Jackson the same boat. Um, you help us make it better. I enjoy the sport, so please thank you. And well done for getting in bo on board with Queensland. I think it's super, super exciting. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a pleasure, to, as I was saying before, to be, be involved and do our small part. And uh, thank you for today, Paul. Thank you. Thanks, Cheers. Mike.